and consistently consistent. We'll just get started then. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Melanie, you can do the intro because I did it last time. Oh, I think it's your turn. No, I did it because it was all about me. Oh, yeah. That's why we had to make so many dick jokes, because it was about you. Exactly. Yeah, that's what it's, that's what you said. Yep. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Inconsistently Consistent. My name is Melanie. My name is Rachel, and we are joined once again by the lovely, luxurious Lexi. <laughs> Hey, thanks for having me back, guys. Y'all welcome. I know it must have been hard to get time to like do this because your boss is a dick. Yeah, she's a bit much. Yeah. She is the worst. <laughs> she fired me on multiple occasions and then tried to hire me back. It was terrible. <laughs> she seems like a very in that's hang on, what's the word I'm looking for? Inconsistent yeah. boss. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> consistent yeah 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 also genius um <laughs> mm. sure so you agree mm. it's on the record i plead the fifth <laughs> that's only in america <laughs> and i know i'm your lawyer <laughs> you are my lawyer i can officially say that uh it's friday we had a shit ton of snow last night so there's like 30 centimeters of snow here oh we haven't had any since what probably last week we had a, uh, big, we had a couple big storms there in february i don't know time is no meaning her time is now and not now yeah it's it's crazy and it's that not we're now. in march month yeah my friend my friend sent me a video of her dog outside um She's a corgi. So 30 centimeters of snow and her dog is 28 centimeters high. Oh my God. So when's the last time she saw her dog? Um, this morning last when they were on a walk. <laughs> I love corgis. So the leash isn't about, you know, keeping the dog from running away. It's about keeping track of the dog, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So the pretty dog much. drown in the snow? She's going to drown in the snow. And we'll be like, poor Gemma. It was nice knowing you. Aww. Do they give the dog a snorkel? They should give the dog a snorkel. I sent you a picture of her in the snow. Oh, I've got to pick up my phone and do that and look at it. Mm -hmm. So you're going to hear the rustling of the giblets. That's okay. What? That is what we say, Lexi. Lexi's not here with the hype. Oh. What a cute little corgi. Funny story. Um, my mom did not listen to the last episode. Great. But she saw the description and was like, Rachel. I didn't read the description. so. And my dad seen it and he was like, Rachel. <laughs> my sister listened to the episode and she was like, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. What exactly did you write in the description? Because, you know, I trust you with it. I don't check. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't trust me. Uh, let me pull up the description. For oh, well, I'm just pulling it up right now, actually. I'm looking. Okay. Let me see. Let me Read see. it for us, Lexi. Get ready for 
some spicy content as we are still February. Rachel takes on a journey of recounting some of the strange men she encountered on dating websites and some stories told to her by friends of their strange sex encounters. Make sure you listen with headphones as it is NSFW. Oh, you weren't too spicy in the description. But I think I um, put something on the Facebook page, which is what my mom saw. Get out of my, get out of, get out of the fucking way, you piece of shit notifications. Go away. (laughs) You were talking to Hex? No, Hex is asleep. (laughs) How dare you talk to your cat that way? Oh yeah, today is all about, so this was the Facebook post. Happy Friday. Today's episode is all about the interesting men Rachel has come across during her online dating experience. Have you had any interesting slash strange experience? Let us know. Because mm-hmm. my sister texted me and she's like, what do you got? What She <laughs> she was like, what do you got against people with different shaped noses? <laughs> and I was like, it's not about the shape of the nose. She was like, well, what's it about? I was like, he had a nose fetish. And she was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Did she not get it? No, she listened to it, but she saw it was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> oh, Hannah, Hannah, Hannah. Can I say her name? Yes, we can say her name. Because otherwise I'm going to have to go, oh, sister, sister, sister. (laughs) I could just put, oh, duck quack, duck quack, duck quack. There you go. But yeah, she she listened to it. She was like, because she's seen it. She's like, what do you got against people with different shaped noses? I'm like, it has nothing to do with it. It's the same thing you have against people with wooden legs, Rachel. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) We're back to this. Here we go. Rachel and your prejudice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but she was like yeah my mom my dad was like you know she's she, she's not talking i was like why would you talk about that i was like why not she's like people are gonna listen i'm like yes mom that is the point of a podcast people listen to a podcast exactly yes right Haxon? be bad if they didn't yeah then we would be doing this for us question mark yeah <laughs> yeah hex is like yeah just for you and for you she says no just for you so what are we doing this episode because we have gone on a very long tangent not a fucking thing we're not doing a fucking thing this okay. is the end of the episode Thanks all right this is the end of the episode guys make sure to follow us on facebook <laughs> Instagram, our personal Instagram. We brought Lexi on for no reason. Just to say hi and then bye. No. We just brought her on for proof of life. <laughs> We're holding her for ransom. We just brought her on to show that we have other friends besides just us. Yeah. People talk to us. <laughs> and I just wanted to make sure that everybody knows that I have an assistant that works for me who is also my friend. Lexi, you're my friend, right? Tell the people. <laughs> Tell the people you're my friend. I swear, like, I swear, she's, she's, my friend. Need help. she's my friend. She's my friend. She can't blink on a podcast, Rachel. It's audio. I can hear the blinks, okay? <laughs> That's the blinks. Yes, that is the blinks. That is the blinks. Right, Hexen? That is the blinks. Really loud eyelids. <laughs> she's got those thick eyelashes on, you know? That's like whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> Well, she does need to get new mascara. I do. We've discussed this yesterday. 
And apparently you need to throw your mascara away every like three months. Can you change it? Uh, six months or something. It's three. It's three. We did research yesterday because my eyes have been really bad and really red and irritated. Irritated. And I was like, oh my God, it's pink eye. And Melanie was like, one second, I will Google. Yeah. Like her eyes were like red and they, they stung and they were like burning and like dry. And Mm -hmm. she's like, I have pink eye. And I'm like, would you calm down and stop Googling your symptoms? You're fine. Hence why I sent you that uh, thing on Instagram of like when you Google your symptoms and you're like, I'm dying. I have heart disease. I have cancer. (laughs) When it's like, I have a pain in my elbow, right? Yes. Yeah. So Lexi, fun fact, I don't know, um, but on makeup, they have little tiny jars that tell you how long it's good. It's the thing is for Rachel. Yes. It's a little tiny picture of a jar. And it has like a 3M or a 6M or a 12M. And that tells you how long it's good for once you open it. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Well, now you know. I do. Now that I'm going to have to go check that out now. Yeah, they have expired it. I went home and I ended up throwing away my mascara. And I'm going to get some new ones anyways. So did I. I yeah, had I a bunch of my makeup away a while ago because I some of my eyeshadow palettes and I was like oh you do not smell good <laughs> yeah I need to get some new eyeshadow I need just to like replace a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. and get like a new makeup bag yeah I threw away my mascaras I had a couple and they were like getting like uh flaky and dry and I was like yeah this is I don't know when I bought these and that's a bad sign <laughs> that is a bad sign when you don't know when you bought them yeah so what we're here to talk about it's the episode where Lexi and I have gone to a medium mm-hmm. and we're here to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was very exciting. We were super nervous. Yeah. Like on the way over and during and like beforehand. We'd never been to one. No, this was the first experience for both of us. Mm-hmm. And Rachel, you've been to a medium before. I right? have been to a medium, yes. A few times, right? once oh only once i've only been to a medium once i've had tarot card readings done a bunch of times okay that's where i'm getting confused yeah yeah well we actually just like stumbled across the medium yes like out of nowhere right like she was like reading the back of my book and my main character is like a psychic and she was like I'm a psychic medium. And we were like, what? No way. Yeah. And then, like I, I mentioned earlier, like on an earlier episode, she, when Lexi wasn't here, she just started like reading me kind of on the spot about my trauma and yeah. stuff and having like a, a block and being distant from people. And Lexi was like, <laughs> I was I was like oh my god because it's something that not a lot of people know about you and Mm -hmm. it's only like a select few that do so when she mentioned those things I was like holy fuck (laughs) and then I was like can we contact you and she was like yeah here's my information and so I think we were like, we need to, we were like, we have to wait 24 hours. We can't seem desperate. <laughs> <laughs> like the dating rules. You can't contact them immediately. Right. after. 
we were like, let's wait like 24 hours before before I text her. And so I did and we set it up and Yeah, we, we didn't want to text her for the 24 oh, hours. Oh yes, yeah. 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 Like the You want to desperate. That's right. Yeah. So we waited like a day. I reached out to her and we set up an appointment and Yeah, for both of us to see her. Yeah. The when we first met her though, and she was telling stuff about me. Mm -hmm. And I really, really wanted her to tell stuff about you too. I was like, do Lexi, do Lexi. <laughs> yeah. But she she didn't do anything about Lexi at the time. Mm -hmm. I think she was kind of drained. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if she wanted to do mm -hmm. that there at the time. But because I'm, I'm a heavy person. I got a mm -hmm. whole, whole lot of shit for her to deal with. Yeah. But what did you think? Mine. Like during the session? Or like, no, we first met her. Like, yeah. So when she's pulling out, when out she random. first um, said the trauma mm -hmm. and like the block, it was like, that shocked me because, like I was saying earlier, that's not something mm -hmm. like you speak about often. Not a lot of people know it. Mm -hmm. So it was like, it was interesting that she brought that up and then yeah. she was like, you know, I'm very guarded. Yeah. And most people don't realize it. Yeah. Cause like, people that aren't close to me don't see the guard that I'm guarded. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause I put on a good front for people that are not close to me. Like I'm, exactly. I'm very, I can be very personable with people mm -hmm. without letting them in. Yeah. So I was pretty like, it was, it was mm -hmm. pretty cool. It was like, I was like hooked. I was like, where do we sign up? <laughs> let's have a session. Let's go. Cause I had never been to a medium before. So like, mm -hmm. and I've always, always done that stuff mm -hmm. uh, for a believer. And I was interested in doing a session right from, right from the get go. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So then we did, we set it up and, and I've been skeptical all the time, but I want not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> um, I've been super, super skeptical of everything, but I love that stuff. I love spooky stuff and I want to see something. Like I want to experience something. I want to know things. Like mm -hmm. if that's true, I want to know it. I want to see it. And I like, like I, I want to see proof to be able to believe mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah. and I have to speak in the past tense here <laughs> <laughs> yeah because I think we're making her a believer now oh we are so <laughs> you're a believer too Rachel right oh 100 I've seen stuff I've experienced things like I fully believe in it yeah me too no spoilers to be determined by the end of the episode <laughs> I'm not giving anything away <laughs> people have to listen to the end of the episode <laughs> There you go. So fast forward. Okay. Well, I think I said it on another podcast episode previously, Rachel, that I'd heard a voice basement. Yes. You right? mentioned you heard like a growl. Yeah. The growl. And then I was, I was, it freaked me the fuck out. I was really freaked out by like it was like by like kind of like by my left ear like something was breathing down my neck almost 
-hmm. and like I couldn't tell if it said something but it was like growly and really deep like almost like corpse husband's voice deep mm -hmm. and I couldn't tell if it said a word or it was just like a yeah type thing or what the fuck it did or if it was I had myself convinced it was like it had to just be a noise like mm -hmm. a, like the air exchanger or something but it was like in the hallway like nothing should have been there there was no machinery mm -hmm. like what the fuck anyway i never mentioned that to the medium but just keep that in mind as well right um i've had like weird experiences like that and i started to have like or like just keep notice of things Mm -hmm. Especially since one of the things that the medium said was she thought I was psychic. Yeah. And yeah. she said that from the first time we met, like before yes. we had our reading. Yeah, she said that it like, it, it runs in your family. Mm -hmm. That it goes back far in your family. And that I think what she was saying was like, with your block, you can't fully be psychic or something yeah. at this time. But if that goes you can really hone in on that yeah like i can't do it or i can't experience it right like i'm blocking it for some reason because of the trauma but yeah so i almost think of it like swiss cheese yeah <laughs> so like not everything's coming through yeah right is how i picture it but yeah you had told her about an experience um with your mom that your mom had had or we were yeah. talking about something like that and i said it on the podcast before the one in my mom's res room after a girl had been murdered in burton's pond yes the the ghost the like the bloody torso going by her window yeah and then then she was like this runs in your family like psychic yeah. abilities so yeah so i've been like kind of on edge after i met her and i was really excited to have like a medium reading Mm -hmm. coming up like the next week oh, like we, we were I don't so think we excited. even had the date scheduled at the time while well, I was really excited about it and then we finally got the date on the book scheduled yeah for like the next weekend and mm -hmm. this was like the middle of the week uh like say like Tuesday and our meeting was going to be on like our reading was going to be on Saturday yes Tuesday evening it's like afternoon evening ish i'm outside playing with my dog eli and he keeps stopping and sitting where he's playing with his ball that he's obsessed with and he can't he can't be deterred and distract from that for anything you could put a raw steak in front of him and he would not stop and he kept staring at up on the patio mm -hmm. at something or someone or nothing mm -hmm. But he just kept staring. And I was like, what are you doing? You idiot. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I, I look up at the patio and I was like, there's nothing there. No one's there. Dad's not there. He went inside. Like, stop it. And I tried to get him to play. I'd even, like, take the ball from him to, like, kick it away from him. And he, like, wouldn't do anything. Mm -hmm. He'd just stop and sit and stare. And like he wasn't he didn't look scared he didn't look happy he just like looked neutral mm -hmm. and i'd like call his name to get him to look at me and then he'd look back at me and then back over at the patio spot 
where he kept staring. And it started to freak me out. And it was a good 10 to 15 minutes of this and me trying to deter him. And then I started taking pictures. And then I was like really creeped out and I was convinced something was there. Mm -hmm. So I told it to leave me the fuck alone and that if it wanted to communicate with me, it should leave and go find the medium and tell her something. Mm -hmm. Or that I would talk to it through the medium on Saturday when we had our medium appointment and it could talk to me then, mm -hmm. basically. And then at some point I saw like a gray, smudgy colored fog mist thing move on like not fully on the patio but like say like six to eight feet to the right of that by what's my kitchen window mm -hmm. just under it on the by the siding almost like it was like floating above my house like on the side of my house but like just in front of it sort mm -hmm. of on the siding and it like was there for like a good two seconds ish like just shifting and I was like what the fuck was that and it wasn't like there was no reason for there to be like fog or smoke and it, it didn't look to be that kind of density mm -hmm. and it was really freaked me out but then it was gone and I tried to keep getting more pictures mm -hmm. but I got nothing on the pictures mm -hmm. but 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 when we met with the medium <laughs> on Saturday, she said that I sent her something. <laughs> I sent her the smoky shadow figure. <laughs> and she wasn't happy about it. <laughs> she wasn't like angry. No. But it was like <laughs> when you had asked her because you had mentioned to her, you were like, I've, I've, this has happened. I've seen this. Yeah. Like you were, I think at that time we weren't, you weren't sure. Like, is this what, like, you were like, what the fuck is it? Basically. Yeah. Like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, there's something. Is it bad? Is it good? But like, I was like, for, am I a crazy? Wow. <laughs> or am I B crazy, but seeing something real <laughs> or C? <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> <laughs> but what got me when when she was telling Melanie like what this was and what she, what she was seeing as what it was, she she mimicked on the wall how it moved how it moved and we hadn't even said like Melanie hadn't mentioned anything about how it moved how it moved like seeing it go across the back of the house and like going across like in the moat in that movement and she mimicked that with her hands and I was like Melanie yeah had, like how it climbed the wall yeah and Melanie had told me about this like the next day after it had happened before we had the session and when she when she did that with her hand I was like oh my god she was like yeah she was like I, I see it going across like this and I was like oh my god yeah what is this so what she ended up saying about it and how I presented it, I was like is there anything here with you or like did anything come see you and she was like what do you mean and I was like you know like 
anything? And she's like, what, what do you mean? I was like, okay, well, like, since I met you, I've had some weird things happen. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, yeah, okay, elaborate on that. Yeah, yeah. And because I, I was trying to give her as we were trying little, to be vague. Yeah, I was yeah. like trying to give her as little information as possible because I wanted her to validate. First of all, not that I wanted to be like you're a fake, but like I wanted her to validate that what I was seeing and what I had experienced was real, so that I wasn't wasn't like in my head going I'm crazy, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And she'd already told me a whole bunch of stuff about the trauma that's part of the session so Mm -hmm. like i'd already had a whole lot of faith that like this was real oh my god this woman's legit yeah Mm -hmm. but like i also don't trust people as far as i throw them so i wanted i did want to give her not that much information i wanted her to provide me with as much as she could as Mm -hmm. well but i did also have a lot of faith already that like okay she's not like like she she knows what she's at mm-hmm. anyway but i was trying to like give her just like little tidbits to be like no no, no please you give me more <laughs> so i think the the bit i did say was that i was out playing with eli on the tuesday and i told her what day it was i was like it was tuesday or wednesday and i eventually told her it was the tuesday because i did limit it down to the day it was and that I'd seen something like a fog shadowy type of thing out there that Eli kept staring at Mm -hmm. and I didn't tell her where like I said it was up on the patio I didn't really tell her anything besides that and then I said that I told it that I would talk to it like to go talk to the medium that I talked to it on the day of the appointment Mm -hmm. and then she was like oh my god I was filming a YouTube video yeah. mm-hmm. for my YouTube channel, but it never ended up getting put up because a shadow fake, a shadow person mm-hmm. had come in and ruined the, the take. Cause it made the video go like completely dark in yeah. the background of her video. Yeah. So like the whole half of the screen went completely like grayed out on one side, like like someone blocked the light on one half. And I've sent Rachel that part of the video and stuff, like the show or the screen and Lexi's seen it as well. Yeah. And it's like, you can't see a figure. You just see this blob of grayish black. And that's how I've seen this shadow person the whole time. It doesn't look like a person. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like a shape of like anything solid. It just looks like a blob. It's like a mass. Yeah. If anything, what I've seen, it's kind of like circular-ish and it's Mm -hmm. huge (laughs) when I've seen it since. And I just called it shadow, but she did say it likes to follow it. It likes, it protects me that it's been here a long time and that it's there to help with it's like a guide almost like a spirit guide type of figure and he rides in the car with her yes <laughs> i was getting to that it rides in the car with me on my way to work but it doesn't come into work with me mm-hmm. he doesn't like me i guess <laughs> no he doesn't he like you he decided that you're not a vibe 
<laughs> must be it. You're in the car with me too, Lex, half the time. That's so. true. As well as your child. So he vibes with us. He be vibes. Does he though? I think so. Maybe he only vibes with you and the child. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. My child's pretty cool. And we've <laughs> We've determined that my child and Melanie are very similar. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> a child. Is basically my spirit child at this point. Mm-hmm. She now loves swimming and Harry mm-hmm. Potter. She loves Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. <laughs> she has yeah. like the same sort of like energy. Uh, personality. Personality. <laughs> where she needs to do like. 17 things. things at one time and can't concentrate on one thing <laughs> now like, the big question is does she love french fries uh only mcdonald's french fries Ooh, yeah she's it's like hit or miss with some other places but she also does like she's very picky of her french fries she is so am I. she likes like the five minute mccain ones she oh. loves those McDonald's, Mary Brown's French fries. She now likes taters and gravy. Yes. No, not the taters. She only likes the French fries. Taters and gravy. No. Why would you take crispy, gorgeous, because fantastic taters and then put gravy on them and make them a mushy, disgusting mess? Tater poutines. Oh my God. Like I get the idea, but like the taters, I love the crispiness. Yeah. The crunch. um, the, The crunch to it. And then you just, you make it mushy. Why would you do it? It's just worth it. It's Why? so worth it. <laughs> right? Why did you do it? <laughs> so I guess you don't want to have taters and gravy when I'm home as your consolation prize for winning Guess That Definition. <laughs> no. You can get me taters without the gravy. Okay. Okay, well, I was talking about Shadow. Yeah. Yes. So Shadow and me are buddies now. It's fine. So that's great. Yeah. So Shadow, the Shadow Man, as she called him, he's like a spirit guide. Mm-hmm. But um, so he, according to her, I don't think she had she needs any shadow people anymore. She said when he showed up, she was like, "Why are you here? Like you're not for me." Yeah, and she knew that right away that yeah. he wasn't there for her. Yeah, like she doesn't have any shadow people anymore. Like shadow. Mm-hmm. type of guy like apparently they're super super powerful mm-hmm. but they're like dark energy mm-hmm. so i think it like i think what it is is he's there to protect me as i'm working through the trauma because as i'm working through that trauma and i'm like removing that block that's mm-hmm. opening me up to a whole bunch of bad shit mm-hmm. to like get in and be like "Ooh, she vulnerable yeah, we're about to move in because she's Swiss over her. cheese, you know. <laughs> they right. can, I'm going to use a word that Lexi does not like: possess. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she's out of this room. Don't do it. To me. I can't do it. She hates it. Um, but yeah, so Shadow is, you know, a beast in like the strong, monstery, awesome way, mm-hmm. and um. I've never seen what he looks like, looks like, mm-hmm. besides just like a dark gray, blackish mass. Mm-hmm. Um, he likes to stand out on my patio while I'm outside playing with Eli, especially at night. 
which I hear a lot of like weird shit happening out there at night. Mm -hmm. And like last night I managed to catch like a, a picture of a weird face in the window of my bedroom, which I showed to Lexi and uh, Rachel. And it was in multiple pictures. Like I've got like 20 pictures of that, Rachel. And oh. the face looks different in all of them. It's horrifying. Uh, yeah, so that's fucked. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, uh, Shadow needs to be around. For sure. We need to keep him around for a bit. Yep. Yeah. Um, also, after the session, I totally realized that Shadow's been around longer than uh, the medium. Who we should shout out Tara of Earth is a School. Yes. At earthisaschool.com. She's a YouTube channel called. A YouTube? <laughs> Fuck off. I was going past this. I didn't say anything, but yeah. I, I. Lexi was on board, okay? I, I was I over here. Caught just, on. <laughs> I gave no, her I caught on. I do. caught on, but I had to point it out. Her YouTube channel is. Earth is a School. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, I was just double checking. Subscribe to her YouTube channel. It's Earth as a School. She's putting up stuff there. She does uh, readings and stuff on earthisaschool.com. And we can link all that stuff. Yeah, we'll link well. all that stuff in the description so people can go check her out. Yes. She's also going to come on as a special guest on a later episode, hopefully, if mm -hmm. that comes on. But that's, you know... Fingers Hopefully, crossed. fingers crossed. So, if you want to ask some questions and l want to know some things about, you know, like spirits and mediumship 101 type of stuff or anything, mm -hmm. you know, drop us some information, some questions. We will ask those questions to her when she does come on. So, yeah, we will put that there. Um, but in terms of shadow, uh, my boy Shadow, I was calling him Shadow Dude for a while, and then I felt like that was disrespectful. So I stopped. So I'm just calling him Shadow. Mm -hmm. um, I always wanted a dog named Shadow. I wanted a big, black, scary, scraggly-looking, wolf-like dog as a child that would s scare people and protect me from things. Uh, since I was a very little girl and I wanted to name him Shadow mm -hmm. and I wanted it to be a boy dog. I remembered that ever since I was a little kid. I wrote it in school papers, like, like, um, school project things. Right. And my gamer tag and like when I made like gamer, like game character avatar stuff, I would always have some iteration of the word shadow in it mm -hmm. and it's been that way for like 10 plus years mm -hmm. which to me is just kind of like subconsciously I've known and I kind of put that together days after mm -hmm. I'm just going holy fuck shadow I knew about this guy I guess <laughs> At least when I was a kid, I did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, Lexi, why don't you tell us some stuff? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So when she switched over to um, me, 
Mm -hmm. The first thing she said, actually, I was going to bring this up about Melanie's session. Um, Melanie wasn't allowed to look at me <laughs> during, <laughs> during her session. Um, it was like the first thing she said. She was like, it reminds me of when we were kids. Yes. She, I was going to say, isn't that something that your parents did, Melanie, where you two had to eat supper in separate rooms? Yes. Look at each other. She said it because of that. Maybe. But like, she like. When we sat down, she was like, now, she's like, you can't look at Alexia. <laughs> and we were like, what? She said, I feel like you do that a lot. Yeah, she's like, you do that a lot. You turn to her for a lot. And she's like, you can't. She's like, I need to focus on just you. So Melanie had to like turn her whole body around and not look at me during her session. And the turning my body was my choice. Nobody made me do that part. No, no. I did that. Yeah, sure. sure. I know I have no impulse control. <laughs> Whatever makes you sleep at night, Melanie. Okay, no one made me do that. Okay? <laughs> Tara did not say, Melanie, turn your whole body around, you piece of shit. You cannot <laughs> keep your... <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to mention that because I thought it was... But I never made me think about from when we were kids, though. But That just reminded me now yeah, as we're sitting here. Pretty funny. So when she started my session, so she did like an hour each for us. Um, mm -hmm. The first thing she said, she was like, um, she was like, oh my gosh, she was like, your, your grandmother's coming through. And she's like a very warm, kind um, grandmother. And she was like, she's like, I get the feeling like she's, she's like, she's always with you. She's always at your house. She's like, she just tells everyone else, like, I got this, I got her. Um, apparently her and so after some discussion, uh, she said it's, um, that the, she wears like an apron and bakes bread. So she's talking about my great grandmother mm -hmm. and she said that she's always with me and my little girl and that my grandfather, my pop, he's always with her as well. And when she was a baby and cause she was only like. She was probably about like 14 months old when he passed away. So she said that as like when she was like a toddler that he would, he would always be with her and, the, and she would talk to him and he would play with her and stuff, which I thought that was kind of interesting because there were times when my daughter would, I would notice she would kind of stare off and like look behind me and like things like that. But, you know, I kind of was just like, that's nothing. And it's fine. She said talking to him. Yes. Did she talk to people that weren't there? Uh, she talks to herself a lot anyways. Um, mm -hmm. she's, she's always done that. So that didn't surprise me at all. Mm -hmm. um, like she'll go in her room. Like even now she'll go in her room and she just, because she's an only child. So it's just herself. So she'll like set up her stuffed animals and like she'll just like chat with her stuffed animals. <laughs> They're like, you know, she'll like pretend she's a teacher and she's like reading a book to them. Or sometimes you'll just hear her in there and she's just like muttering away or singing Christmas songs. She loves Christmas. She sings Christmas songs all year round. So yeah. Um, but that part of the session, I, that I really enjoyed hearing about that. Mm -hmm. um, we also went into a lot about my relationship with my partner mm -hmm. um so that was that was an interesting part and i cried like a baby through all of it even through melanie's session i blubbered like the whole time um and i wasn't allowed to look yeah so and i just cried because i'm a very emotional person mm -hmm. um 
so the part about my relationship that was pretty interesting um I think I started off with like asking her um I can't remember how we went into it I think I wanted to know like what she saw for our future because I've I would like to get married and take that next step so mm -hmm. we were talking about a lot of that stuff and I was like you know what can you tell me and she was like well she was like, I see that basically like you guys really do love each other a lot. She's like, you are a solid relationship. She did go into some other things that I'm not going to mention, but mm -hmm. the other, the, the good things were like that we have a really solid relationship. And I was like, you know, do you see us together for a long time? She was like, oh yeah. She was like, you've got no worries. He's not going anywhere. She's like, he's not even looking anywhere. <laughs> like he's not even looking at anyone else. Um, and she also said that his energy and my daughter's energy are the same. They have the same energy and that's why they're super connected. And I was like, when she was talking about it, cause not everyone knows that my daughter's biological father is deceased. Mm -hmm. She passed away when she was three. And like, I didn't make that known to her. So like the way she was talking, it was like, she was saying, implying or kind of like making it seem like my partner now was her father and I was like she was like you seem surprised by what I'm saying and I was like well I was like it's not he's not her dad like her real dad and he was she was like no he doesn't have to be he was like he was like she has his personality she they're very grounded like they have the same energy and she was like she was like do you see the connection like and I was like yeah I was like they're really close and like my daughter like she, she turns to him for almost everything now Mm -hmm. like when she's yeah. in pain or if she's nervous about something like she goes to him she's like fuck you mom <laughs> <laughs> you only birthed me I'm gonna go over here to my stepdad because he's way cooler and you only pushed me out of your cooch like no right? like fucking 12 hours later nine pound baby <laughs> but yeah so that was um I liked that part that was pretty yeah. cool and she was like the way she was talking about uh, your your daughter and your partner, and it's so hard to avoid the names. It's so hard not to say the names, yes, because I probably say their names about a thousand times a day here. <laughs> yeah, um, I could tell that you you were like thinking she was not not seeing that they were not biologically related yeah and that i knew she was gonna say it was like bonded by energy but like i was like i had my head down the whole time lexi had her session because mm -hmm. the way she said it was like for me not to look toward lexi during mine yeah and then like she wanted me to only like look toward her mm -hmm. for for the session so i was kind of thinking then i was like oh if i'm like like i was almost sitting kind of in between Lexi and the medium. Yeah. So then I was worried. I was like, what if I'm looking back and forth or something between them and then I'm going to like interrupt or like distract or, yeah, yeah. Or distract or like disrupt the energy. I don't know what I'm going to do. So I was like, I'm just going to keep my head down and write notes. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, furiously writing notes, keeping my head down. I was like, look up and all of this. So, so she took like seven pages of notes for me and I took one page for her. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I have not taken better notes in oh, all my years of law school. So detailed. Like, I went home and read them, and I was like, holy fuck. I was like, we didn't even need to, like, record it or anything. Mm-hmm. She, she like, wrote everything down. Yeah. But I was, like, so in the zone. Yeah. And then I felt like I knew some of what she was going to say before she said it. Like, mm-hmm. I just felt so in tune with what she was going to say. And maybe because I just know Lexi so well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I feel like I could have done the reading on Lexi and been like, all of this, I know. <laughs> well, the majority of my reading was about, like, my family. Like, mm-hmm. me, my Bes- partner, yeah, and my besides daughter. Besides the, like, you, you know, ghosts of your family yeah. in your house. Well, that apparently <laughs> came through, like, instantly for her about my grandmother. But, well, like, we you did... don't invite me to your house. So no. I wouldn't know. No. Maybe I'd know there's ghosts <laughs> of your family in your house Listen, if you'd invite me over to your house. We invited you over for pizza last week. And you didn't come because you said your mom would get mad <laughs> <What>? <laughs> my mom told me to come to the house and eat the chicken legs that she was cooking and, we and if i didn't pizza. eat them she'd be mad okay so then you were like come and eat the pizza that <laughs> just told you to come in and eat and it was <laughs> inviting me fuck you gotta bleep all this out quack 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 it wasn't you Listen, he called me and he was like, tell her to come in for pizza. And I was like, sure. And I was like, you want some pizza? And you're like, my mom's going to get mad at me. <laughs> I have to go home. Melanie, you what? are a 29-year-old lady Listen. who owns your own business. You can Listen. make your own decisions. Okay. My mother cooked food and told me to come home and eat it. Or she was going to be mad. Okay? Your mom can suck it. No, your mom's a very nice lady. I'm going to clip that and I'm going to play it for her. And then I'm going to feed you the next time I'm home. She calls you because I'll give her your number and address. Uh oh. Your mom's going to beat me the next time I'm home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where were we? Um, Should we switch back and talk about some. We should talk about some trauma shit. We don't want to end on my trauma shit. No, yeah, because I've got trauma shit too. So we, let's don't let's Ooh, bring it on. I'm ready. My therapist body is ready for the trauma shit. Uh, definitely my mom. Yeah, um, we got this. Okay, so how mine started? Um, because I'm doing mine in a very normal order that would not. That would totally make sense to everybody. Also, that just a side note, that beeping out there is driving me insane. That shouldn't make any noise. I turned it down. You turned the volume off? Yeah, and I hit save. God damn, no me. (laughs) (laughs) If I go out there and that volume's changed, I'm going to flip. Go out there, and then also hit do not disturb, the DND. DND. It's dynamite. No, me. Check the door. Did he open the door? No. No, me. I ask you to do one thing. <laughs> Can you hear her? I heard her. Did she say she just called her phone? She said, oh, I just called myself. <laughs> Don't listen. Just turn it off. Stop trying to do work. We can do this after. We're, we're trying to get this done. Who's the boss? Not you. Apparently not. Did okay. you did you hit D&D? Yes. I did. Okay. Continue. I'm no. back. Can you sit in the one spot? The show may go on. 
<laughs> so we started my part of the session, which was the beginning of the session, with, with the trauma shit. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I don't know if we want to start with this. And I was like, rip the band-aid off, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I didn't say it like that. But pretty much. Pretty much almost word for word that, I think. Yeah, Lexi has the hiccups. Lexi can't hold herself together. Lexi can't hold herself together? I don't know. She had to run away and scream at the telephone. And now she's hiccuping. I'm good. <clears throat> Let's do this. Okay, so we started with my trauma stuff. Uh... So as I've mentioned, I have. <laughs> I'm not even doing anything. Yes, you are. Listen, I'm so confused. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. She's staring at me weird. Oh my god! All I heard is a squeak. All right. She pulled her sunglasses down and she just like sat there staring at me with her arms crossed. I weird. didn't think you were paying attention. Right? No, you did. I wanted to make sure this. you were paying attention. Stop. I'm done. I'm done. I swear. So you admit you were doing something. <laughs> See? Okay, children. Right <laughs> you see why we couldn't eat together? Yes, <laughs> I can four yeah. different rooms. <laughs> You're gonna have to turn the other way. about the other day where we were making fun of looking this way we were watching a video like i know but what was that i can't remember that anyways i'm done smash video were we yeah they were playing a game and they were looking over the way oh okay oh yeah <laughs> it's not us mm -hmm. okay so <clears throat> i don't remember how it started i don't remember how she started this Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So I, I said, let's just go jump right into the trauma, like rip off a band-aid style thing. And she like connected to it or something first. I don't know how she phrased it, but she like closed her eyes and like sat there for a second and her eyes seemed to like go back and forth kind of thing. Yeah. Like, like fluttering. Yeah. yeah, almost like when you're dreaming like when someone's like in a deep sleep and they're dreaming and they're like like REM sleep and their eyes go back and forth a little bit um and she like cried yeah and then she got really emotional yeah and Lexi said she thought like like she said she saw it I'm like 90 percent sure that she, the way she phrased it was that she she's seen what what happened or like what occurred yeah um and I think that's what made her emotional. Yeah. That was my understanding of it. Yeah. So it was childhood trauma. Mm -hmm. And like, she didn't tell me what happened. And I don't have like full visual memories or anything. I only have like body memories and like some sense of stuff. But, and I don't want <laughs> those memories. So no. I wasn't going to be like, hey, now tell me what you saw. And I don't really care what she saw in terms of that. Um, but I, like, 
her kind of seeing it and then talking about it a little bit in terms of talking about like the trauma block Mm -hmm. trying to like remove that because that block kind of like is like a way that I kind of numb myself out Mm -hmm. in terms of if I start to feel anything that I don't want to feel I just like pull the ripcord kind of thing and like try to turn everything off Mm -hmm. it's like emergency (laughs) emergency maneuver and like it's the automatic response Mm -hmm. the default position for me to be in and I don't have the the way to to get rid of it uh um on purpose Mm -hmm. and I used to think of it like an on off switch is how I wanted to to be able to do it but now I think of it's more like a window like you're opening and closing a window that goes up and down Mm -hmm. and like I'm trying to lift the window up but it's like a really fucking heavy window to try Mm -hmm. to lift up to let stuff in Mm -hmm to let like emotion through and stuff to like interact with people without like, like to like kind of like, and cause I feel like I can deal with other people's emotions and stuff. And especially like with work and stuff, if somebody's coming in and they're like telling me like a really heavy story, Mm -hmm. people come in and talk about their own trauma. I'm like immediately like shut off everything, Mm -hmm. but then, you know, go through the motions of doing my job and everything and I can function, Mm -hmm. but I've shut off the insides of stuff. So I don't have to like the block is up. So I don't have to like feel anything of the bad stuff. Mm -hmm to protect me. So I think, I think in her kind of interpretation, she's saying that block is helping to push out, um, like keep out psychic energy so that I can't like feel other people's emotions and stuff like that. But I've always used it in my mind, like my skeptic brain Mm -hmm. has kind of been more in the eyes of like, well, okay, I'm going to like empathize with them because they're about to like tell me about heavy shit that they've had and that might trigger me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to like shut that off or like, I don't want to feel a lot of pain or a lot of sadness, a lot of anger, or I'm about to have like a panic attack or something. So like pull the cord, shut that down yeah. and then just feel numb. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause numb is better than the other stuff. Yeah. But sometimes I don't have the control over it. Mm-hmm. It's more like later in life. Now I've had control over it. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, it was like, that was the automatic response. And I didn't have a, like, I, I didn't have my finger on the button here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. 
but she also said stuff about like the idea of like myself as the woman and myself as a little girl being like two separate entities yes I know you mentioned that before Mm -hmm. and that's also something I've written about like I dedicated my book to um I wrote for the little girl Mm -hmm. who was told she couldn't uh like wish she could was told she couldn't and did it anyway Mm -hmm. I've always not been able to write in the first person Mm -hmm. like I couldn't write an I statement very well Mm -hmm. and I always wrote like personal essays I would write them in third person like Melanie does this Melanie has these achievements Mm -hmm. and like even for scholarships and stuff I'd go back and rewrite them afterward with the I statement if I needed to right Mm because otherwise I'd just get completely stuck and not be able to do it Mm -hmm. so I've always had this weird disconnect Mm -hmm. and I also have a lot of amnesia in my childhood from the trauma and just in regards to a lot of childhood memories that like don't have trauma Mm -hmm. that I assume just don't have anything to do with trauma that just there's just a lot of amnesia back there because my childhood was related to trauma so the little girl is a separate person Mm -hmm. in dissociative terms Mm -hmm. if you're getting into the psychology of it Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah Rachel yeah Rachel getting that master's I'm getting that master's, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Study me up. Bye. <laughs> uh, but uh, I've always thought of, like, the little girl was the one who was not over it, let's say. And that the woman is the one that's fine, <laughs> let's say. Mm-hmm. But the way Tara was talking about it, the little girl is like past the trauma. Mm-hmm. Like she's fine. She's safe. Mm-hmm. It's the woman who's like, fuck, I'm not good. <laughs> and not set for success here in terms of like dealing with the trauma and stuff. Like hasn't accepted that it happened. Hasn't accepted how to deal with it, that we're mm-hmm. going to be safe and mm-hmm. stuff. Right. So, and that's why the two entities can't integrate, like the two identities, mm-hmm. right? And that's why they're still separate. But the way she phrased that, that it was like the, like, like the opposite. How I've always thought about it and how like any therapist that I've ever talked to about it mm-hmm. has presented it to me was like, just eye-opening and I was like oh my god she's fucking right Mm -hmm. I'm the fucked up one I've always blamed it on that little girl Mm. because I've always been like you know it didn't happen to me happened to that little girl Mm -hmm. little girl's is little girl's problem it was her fault in my head right Mm -hmm. if I was not the little girl it wouldn't have happened Mm -hmm. but that's not the case. That's not the case. So that's my heavy shit. Yeah, I think that's like a, 
some people would do that as a coping mechanism or for people who have like disassociative identity disorder, they don't associate things that have happened with the certain like personality or host alter. That's the word that I'm looking for, the alter that they have. Because people who disassociate and have the alter split off, they do it because of trauma, because they don't want to acknowledge that it happened. Yeah. And the theory with uh, dissociative identity disorder is that the the person that had that trauma happen in early childhood did not have a, uh, what is it called? Strong uh, attachment to their primary caregiver. Mm-hmm. So they weren't able to have that in their childhood. So that's why like that plus uh, trauma in childhood during the integration of personality in those years, mm-hmm. those formative years was what made that. But yeah, I do have like dissociative uh trauma disorder type of issues with my ptsd but i do not have multiple alters or personalities i have one integrated personality i just have dissociative amnesia around my childhood Mm -hmm. and i like to see that i was not that little girl because if the little girl was someone separate, then I didn't have trauma, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I know I'm not the, that I'm not a separate person. So that's my heavy shit for that. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You want to, you want to go back to your one? We'll jump back uh, and forth. Sure. So where did I end off to? Um, so yeah, she talked a lot about um, my relationship. Um, I had said to her actually that as it's very cliche, but I had I said to her that I felt like me and my partner are, are like our soulmates, like that we're really connected. And she, like she agreed. She said that she could see us having been together a long time and continuing on being together for a very long time. Um, Saying like the whole thing like that we're bonded and stuff. I think that's where she was going with it. Like, I think I'm a bad mom. Um, So we did talk about that a lot. um, Because again, it's something I struggle with deeply. But it's getting better. Um, And then she just kind of was like telling me how my opinion when it comes to my child is the only opinion that matters. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't need to listen to my mom's opinion. I don't need to listen to her at all. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. what she thinks or says, or, you know, want like whatever it doesn't, it makes no difference. Um, So then I kind of switched it over to, I was curious about, like I said before, my daughter's biological father passed away when she was three. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's like a lot around I don't know how much you know about his passing uh Rachel but there's a lot about his passing that there's a lot of unknown um there's a lot of like time frame where we don't know what occurred or where he was or what took place 
um, and the manner in which he was found, like where he was found and like, like they know how he died. Um, mm -hmm. It's just where he was found. It was like really strange. He had no shoes on, like he had, he didn't have his glasses, you know, and he, like, he couldn't see his hand in front of his face. So like for him mm -hmm. not to have his glasses on was like super strange. And anyways, I'm getting off topic, but I wanted to ask her if, <laughs> so I wanted to ask her if she could see anything about him because, um, when he first passed away, his parents, they had went to a medium probably like, I'll say about a month after he passed away and they different medium, a different medium. Yeah. Mm -hmm. out in their hometown and, um, their experience, they told me about it and it was actually quite different from what Tara told us. Mm -hmm. um, so I asked her if he watches over or like my daughter and she said no and I was like oh which was different than what his parents, his parents were, told. were told his parents were told that he is with our daughter like he goes and his spirit whatever soul goes to her every day like sees her every day is with her all the time that he travels a lot from our daughter to his parents to where he excuse me to where he passed away mm-hmm so I was like, pretty, I was like, whoa, like that's, that's interesting. So then she asked me if, if he has indigenous background and mm -hmm. Melanie didn't know this. Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, he does. Um, and it's not like, not a lot of people knew that about him because it wasn't something they pursued, mm -hmm. um, where people go to like, like to trace it back and like filling out the paperwork for that stuff. Mm -hmm. They did attempt it, but they didn't end up going further with it. But like his great grandfather was a 100% indigenous person. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought that was quite interesting. Like she brought that up like right off the hop. She was like, is he indigenous? And I was like, whoa. And, <laughs> and afterwards, Melanie was like, was that true? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, I had no idea. Um, she also mentioned that he travels a lot. He traveled a lot in life, which kind of makes sense because he was a rotational worker. So he did travel back and forth a lot. Um, she said that he, he was never capable of love, which made a whole lot of sense because, you know, that's what I always said. Yeah, like, we didn't again, I don't know how much, you know, but we didn't, we did not have a good relationship. We, we separated like a year before he passed away. Like he moved on, got married. I moved on, met my partner. Um, it wasn't the best relationship. We had a lot of, there was more downs than ups. Like it was not good. Um, so she said he wasn't capable of love and that he was an echo, what she calls an echo. And he was an observer, observer of life. And basically <laughs> instead of having his being his own person, he would mimic the people around him and try and take on their personality or their actions and, and, and be like them. I call people like that hollow. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. It's funny. Right. I, I was writing things down as she was saying them and I was going, <gasps> right. Like that was my reaction. I was like, Oh my God, this is exactly what I always say. This yeah. is exactly what I always say. And I was like, I call people like that hollow, and I've also called people like that crows, 
because they like they take like ooh shiny thing take it over here and yeah. put it to my pile kind of thing yeah. it's like they're gathering things or they like mirror people right but it's they're hollow but when she called them echoes that was like really interesting right yeah and i i kind of was like it made it at first i was kind of like i don't know if it's because i was just taking everything yeah. in it didn't make sense but then after i like reflected on it i was like okay like that makes a lot of sense. I get that. Mm -hmm. um, she also said that he knows how to play the game of life, but didn't know how to live the game of life. So again, it didn't it's really banger. Yeah, I didn't really like kind of know what it meant, but it does make sense. So her what she said was the reason that he isn't watching over um, my daughter is because he's in the healing area. Is what you called it for his soul the to heal. Place. He's in the healing, healing place. Area. You had you I wrote have, area. Yeah, you wrote area, but it's oh, it's, that's, I think yeah, it might that's be what healing. she called them. Yeah, um, I, I wrote. I took good notes. She did take. She said healing area. Yeah, so he's in the healing area, and again, I was so like, I thought that was so interesting mm -hmm. when she told me he wasn't watching over her, and then when she told me who was, I was like. Yeah, like I'm, I'm really happy that my my grandparents are watching over her mm -hmm. um and that your ex is not like jaunting around your home oh yeah daily I mean that would that would probably creep me out a lot mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I was happy about that so the last thing I have to say because this was like it only was like a second when she brought this up um but it was actually really interesting afterwards so it's about my dad's family Mm -hmm. And I don't know much about um, part of my, part, I actually don't know a lot about my dad's family, like mm -hmm. his immediate family or beyond that. Like I know he has his sisters and like I, I, I knew like, I know who my grandparents were, but mm -hmm. I never met them. I only met his sister, my aunt for the first time there like a couple of years ago, but I don't know much about his family. So like i don't know what we were talking i think we were talking about my grandparents watching over my daughter and she was like who's the uncle that passed away and i was like i know <laughs> i was like i have no idea she was like he died by suicide on your dad's side of the family and she was like she's like i was like well i was like you know i said i don't know a lot about my dad's family i was like but i do know that there's quite a bit of history and she just kind of like talked about how there's like there's definitely something dark and secretive mm -hmm. from my dad's side of the family. So a little bit of a background. Mm -hmm. My dad's father was raised by his maternal grandparents um, because his biological mother had, she had a bunch of kids. And then I guess when she had her last kid or like a few years after that, she like fucked off mm -hmm. and like heavy into the drugs, possibly prostitution. So like that went on. And so my grandfather's biological father couldn't care for all the, I don't know how many children they had, 10 we'll say. Mm -hmm. So he sent so many away, like, and then he sent the youngest ones with her parents and they raised them. So I wasn't going to tell my dad that I had this session because I didn't know, but my dad was like super interested and actually talked about it quite a bit with me afterwards. So I was like, dad, I was like, did you have an uncle die by suicide? He was like, not an uncle. And I was like, 
and the plot thickens. <laughs> it's like, who, who was it then? And the he, he was like, well, he said my mom's dad um, committed suicide. And they never knew that because his mom always told them that he died of like a heart attack. So, yeah. So when my dad, my dad um, was in the military, he was in the Air mm -hmm. Force for 20 years. Um, when he was applying to join the military, there's like extensive paperwork and mm -hmm. like you have to put in a lot about your family history and um, I guess about their deaths because he said that if you have family members who died by suicide, like they do flag that. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know if like the military knew about this or, but they questioned about his grandfather's death a lot when he first got his, like when he was first doing his paperwork and he was mm -hmm. like, no, like he did, he died by heart attack. Like, and that was what he was told. That's what he, mm -hmm. and it wasn't until he was retired and like in his forties and he went to go back and live with uh, his mom for a year that he found out he died by suicide. And he was like, what the hell? Like, mm -hmm. What do you mean? So mm -hmm. she never went into detail about like what he did or what happened or why or anything yeah. like that. But I was like, I was so surprised because I didn't know that. I had no idea that he, my dad had never told me that before. Mm -hmm. So I was like, that's so interesting. I was like, okay, <laughs> but there's my stuff. So yeah, I enjoyed the session. I would do it again. Uh, Melanie and I have talked about it. I think we're definitely yeah going to do another one yeah i'm gonna do another one at some point uh i don't know when though yeah. definitely after we have her on the podcast i want to i want to get a like uh mediumship spirit world 101 to get some like i want on some terminology some information mm -hmm. on the on the the world of the weird first yeah right? yes i want to talk some more first but um uh, also get into the rest of my session mm -hmm. so after we talked about like just the trauma stuff we talked about how like I need to work on moving the block and then I could like see more probably just see more in general besides mm -hmm. like being more like healthy in terms of you know experiencing just normal human normal human mentally healthy person mm -hmm. right and just happier I could possibly be more on the terms of like psychic mediumship type of thing mm -hmm. is what he said, because she thinks I read people really well now, which I've always attributed to, you know, just observe and analyze. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, psychic mediumship type of route. <laughs> yeah. The non-believer yes. <laughs> is the psychic. Yeah. Of all people. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he said, and that the block has just been preventing me from getting all of what I could. Mm -hmm. Right? So that's why I said it's like Swiss cheese, right? It's yeah. like a block, but there's holes. Yeah. Right? I'm only getting little bits. So... Mm -hmm. There's things I shouldn't know, but I know. So like when I'm talking to someone and I'm just like, oh yeah, and I understand that their like greatest fear is this. Like I shouldn't know that their greatest fear is like losing control and blowing up and exploding in anger. 
and then mm-hmm. having no control of their anger, right? Like, mm-hmm. I shouldn't know that just by having a conversation with them. But like, I'm like, that's normal. But no, it's not. Um, no. no, and so like, the more I'm, I'm like working on the trauma stuff, the more I'm actually seeing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, a client came in the other day that it was about like an estate administration matter for like their partner passed away. And there was a shadow figure standing behind them that was in the shape of a man that I had to not look at for the entirety of the appointment. And it was awkward as fuck. Mm -hmm. And it, like, I, I was... I'm like 90% sure it was not my shadow guy. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I think this was this person's late partner. Just chilling. Was like, okay, you're administering my estate. I will be here. <laughs> my partner. Taking me sure. sign some papers. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you need me here? Am I signing anything? I don't think I can hold a pen. <laughs> no, goes as the last time I checked, I don't think ghosts can hold pens. Right? No. And I'm just like, don't look at it, don't look at it, don't look at it, don't look at it, because the woman is gonna turn around and see nothing and be like, <laughs> my lawyer is, is nuts. She's like, what the fuck is she looking at? Yeah, she's gonna be like, I need a new lawyer because this one's <laughs> Like, she just keeps looking in the corner. Yeah. But I kept looking to be like, is it still there? Is still there. Still there? Is there. Is it? It's there. It, it, it's there. <laughs> like, is it gonna get clearer? Mm-hmm. But yes, that was weird. And I was like, I really hope this appointment can go quicker. But, so that was awkward. Um, the, the medium also said that also because I know now I'm kind of like starting to accept it that it might it might make more mm-hmm. things kind of like happen mm-hmm. as well right mm-hmm. and I guess the more you work on things and work on yourself and like mm-hmm. removing that block you're chipping it away I guess piece by piece mm-hmm. so that I mean it makes sense that since having the session you know every couple of days you're noticing these new things because you're slowly chipping away at the block yeah Mm -hmm. and also she said by doing trauma work I'm also making myself more vulnerable to bad things coming at me yeah well we don't want the bad things no we don't no we don't we don't which is why shadow has to do some some guard dog work yeah. Right. And he has to be like Shadow oh, Shadow got stay your away. Back. Shadow definitely has your back. Yeah. So. He does. Oh. But you know. Mm-hmm. Um so there's that. She also mentioned for me to keep a dream journal. Yes. Because she was thinking I might be astral projecting mm-hmm. because I'm always waking up with scratches and bruises on me. Yep. Some of which are from my cat. I can identify them when they're mm-hmm. tiny, little scratches. But some of them are much thicker than cat nails. And Eli can't come near me. 
because Spinelli growls at him. <laughs> he, can't, he can't even in the room like too far. Like he can't come on the bed at night if Spinelli's in here because uh, he starts to get up on the bed and she just growls. So she's very possessive and Tara was <laughs> like, she probably like lies on you to try to ground you while yeah. you're sleeping. You had mentioned that your that Spinelli sleeps on your side. Yeah, like up on my ribs. And she said that or up on my lie. back, which I don't sleep on my back unless she flips me over. Spinelli, oh, not I Tara. Was like, what? Yeah, so Tara was like, oh, this has turned into a completely different podcast. Yeah, she'll sleep <laughs> up on my chest, like right up around my neck. Yeah. But I don't I don't sleep on my back. I sleep on my side and she sleeps on my ribs. Tell tell the listeners about my favorite part of the session. No. Um, I'm getting there. Okay. Um the dream journal. What was else? I was I was going through I'm sorry. I was going through this page. Um da, 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 da. Oh the oh, yeah, the flying. Yeah. Why are you singing Harry Potter? <laughs> you caught that, huh? Yes. <laughs> Quack. Are we not allowed to say Harry Potter? I don't know. It was a content one. You know, don't get copywritten. Copywritten struck, whatever it is. God, my money. I don't know. Oh, know me. We need to talk about know me. That, yes, that was my favorite, one of my other favorite parts. Okay. I really enjoyed that. So, one thing we've been very, really excited about is, um, there is oh also bells i gotta remember to mention bells. yes so yes. there was okay well i'm doing bells first okay so my cat bells passed away back in may yes mm-hmm. and she what <laughs> what were you telling about okay so, so she passed away back in may yep and so we were in the office with uh tara for this reading and I kept feeling this cold energy, like first by my thigh, because I was sitting like cross-legged on the couch mm-hmm. and it was like, it was leaning against me like a cat. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it, then it was like, it kept walking by my legs low, like brushing against my legs like a cat would, Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. ice cold. Yeah. And I asked her if there was anything here with us and I like motioned. I was like, I keep feeling something here. And then it like moves past my leg brushing against me. Mm-hmm. And then Lexi, you said, I did. I said, I was like, man, I was like, my feet are freezing. Mm-hmm. And you were motioning like that. You felt this like low towards the ground mm-hmm. by our feet. And that's when Tara was like, just don't pay attention to it. Yeah. Like, don't give it any attention. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, this is something not nice or not yeah. good. Or... And I told her, I was like, I was thinking it was my cat Bells. Right. Because mm-hmm. she passed away back in May and where it was like brushing against me and then lying by my, uh, by my thigh, it felt like the movements, like a cat, mm-hmm. right? It felt like slinking, like a cat. And she said, no, like, it's not. And she said, your cat is 
has been um, reincarnated mm -hmm. and is now with a little boy, taking care of a little boy who's sick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she's a really busy girl. <laughs> yeah. Very busy girl. And mm -hmm. it's funny because I didn't realize it at the time, but afterward, uh, I was telling Lexi about how I put together that back around, like before Bells had passed away and shortly after, I'd been having all these recurring dreams about having these like tons of cats, mm -hmm. right? In my house. Mm -hmm. And I told Lexi during that time about, like I was telling her about these dreams as I'd been having them yep. back mm -hmm. when I was having them. Back before Bells was passing, back before she passed away, because she had cancer. Mm -hmm. And I kept having these dreams where I had multiple cats of, of like multiple copies of my cats. Mm -hmm. So I had like multiple Bellses and multiple Spinellis and multiple Peanuts. Mm -hmm. And they all looked like my cat. Mm -hmm. Like, right? They looked identical to my cats. Mm -hmm. But they were different in the sense that. I knew they were just copies. They weren't the same cat, mm -hmm. right? Like I was like, this is the original Bells and this is the, this is a different one, mm -hmm. right? In the dream, I could tell the difference that it was not the original. And I was just like trying to wrangle them all <laughs> in, in all my dreams, right? Like there was tons of them mm -hmm. and then after bells died i had i started ha i was still having the dreams but i didn't have any more bellses in the dream i only had one bell mm -hmm. i had many copies of uh peanut and spinelli my other cats mm -hmm. but i only had one copy of bells and she wasn't the original right right it was only the copy and it was only one copy and it was over and over and over. I kept having the dreams mm -hmm. and the dreams would be different every time. But this thing that was the same in every dream was that there were all copies of my cats. Mm -hmm. Right. And it was just really annoying. And then eventually, like after a couple months, I stopped having the dreams. Mm -hmm. And I just thought about it after, after seeing the medium and then kind of just thinking on all of this. Mm -hmm. And she told me to keep the dream journal and I've been thinking about my dreams and trying to find meaning in them because she was telling me to do this. Yeah. I thought, mm -hmm. I was like, did I realize she was going to be reincarnated? Because think about it, like copies of cats yeah. and they're not the original. Yeah. And I was dreaming mm -hmm. that there was copies of Bells with the original. And then after Bells died, the original was no longer in my dreams. Right. It was just the copy. Mm hmm yeah right like i was like interesting it is interesting i also believe in reincarnation very much i'm not sure if I, I, don't don't believe in reincarnation. I, I don't know if i believe in reincarnation i just know that that dream was weird yeah and that recurring dream and also i had been seeing bells around my house for a while like for at least a few days, maybe over a week after she passed away. And my mom said she did too. Like when you see out of the corner of your eye and you think you see something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I visually saw her like, not just like 
like a like a flash like i physically see like the whole of her and like have yeah. to do a double take and see that she wasn't there but i saw her and i i put it up to that my eyes were playing tricks on me mm -hmm. but tara had said that she'd come by and visit like bells came by and visited us for a while after she passed before she was reincarnated and i was like i didn't mention it to her at the time in that session that i'd seen that and i forgot mm -hmm. about it until when i'd mentioned that to mom yeah she said that and i was like holy fuck i saw her too around that and then yeah i find those dreams i find that like after the session more things made sense to me yeah. i guess when i had mm -hmm. time to reflect on it and like yeah because like I don't know I was just so in tune with everything she was saying it was like hard to concentrate and like and think on everything if it was if it made sense if it didn't make sense but I found that afterward um when I went home and like reread the notes that Melanie wrote for me and stuff everything kind of pieced together and made more sense mm -hmm. trying to remember it and you're trying to just yeah. like process but then we get to our fun part yes <laughs> know me Yes. Yes. I mean, know me. Know me. Well, one of my favorite parts is our gnome. So he's a trickster. She said that we have a gnome living at our office. Yes. He mm -hmm. is a gnome spirit. He chills at our office and he's not bad. No, he's good. He just likes like, to, he likes to play tricks on us and make us blame each other. <laughs> That's what we were doing first. Like Lexi was blaming me and I was kind of blaming her, but I expected it was probably me losing things <laughs> and mm -hmm. you know, misplacing everything. But of course I, I I'm not blaming myself. I was blaming Lexi. Exactly. Of course. <laughs> but yes, she and one of the things she said was that like he he just chills around the office. He um He's a trickster. She's like, have you noticed that like when you go to look for your pen or like mm -hmm. a file or for like something specific, she's like, and you, you, you know, you put it somewhere and then, then you can't find it. She's like, just know that's him. And he's just doing it to get your attention and to, to play tricks. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, we've noticed a few things since yeah. then. And like before we had the session, we've had the tissue box get thrown off the desk. We've had mm -hmm. pens go missing. Yeah. We've had notes from certain files get put in different files or files be put in different places. Yeah. Papers mm -hmm. be put in different spots, that kind of thing. Since we've had some interesting things. We have. There was one we were sitting here. You want to do the... Oh, well, yeah. So we can do both. I guess talk about both, but I'll talk about the... <laughs> The door so we were sitting here probably like a what a week ago maybe or 10 mm -hmm. days ago and um it's so it's just me and melanie here like i don't even think anyone was in that day like i think it was we just haven't us. hired anybody it's only just <laughs> us <laughs> ever and um we don't like other people generally we keep like there's three doors besides well, four doors besides the main door and mm -hmm generally keep all the other doors shut except for the office door and then like there's a couple of doors out back we keep open seven mm -hmm. doors sorry. we have seven doors in total melanie just counted thank yeah. you 
So the, the main door that goes out back, I keep that shut all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I always keep a shot, but this day M- Melanie had went out back and I had went out back to grab an envelope like 20 minutes before. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I came back, I shut the door. Cause I always do that. It's just habit. We're sitting down, we're talking. And then we hear the click of the doorknob. And like, yeah. Like open. someone's turning a knob and it opens. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, it, it turned a couple times. Cause we thought it was the front door. Oh yeah. 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 It was like, it, like a knob turning like yeah and i was we were like oh someone's at the door yeah and we were like hold off hold on let's let's see if they knock because there's a big ass sign <laughs> that says knock for service the door is locked yeah we and keep the it word locked. yeah the word knock is huge but no one can see it apparently and black and it's right in your face and like if you're like five six ish it's right at eye level, okay? <laughs> you will hit your face off the door trying to un like to turn the knob and walk into it. Yeah. And you'll hit it right off the knock sign. Like you could you'll it's, knock it's, yourself it's, on the knock sign. It's very it's clearly visible. <laughs> but yet we still get people yeah. that will come by and be like, Your door's locked. Your door's Why locked. Is your door Why locked? is your door locked? Like, Jesus, maybe we just want to. God. <laughs> Maybe you should just read the sign. God damn. Right? But, okay, so we're waiting for the knock. Because we think someone's Mm -hmm. at the front door. Yeah. Even though it does sound like it's behind us, which is, like, not the direction of the front door. No. The front door is, like, in front of us from where we're sitting. Um, Mm -hmm. But, like, we... But why would anyone be to the back of us that's just like the storage area yeah no one should be back and there no one no one's knocks on the back door <laughs> right we no. d- it, you know we didn't put that together so we're just sitting there we're like waiting for the person to knock or Which, read a sign yeah mm-hmm. or anything right so we're waiting that doesn't happen. and we hear the the like the handles moving a couple times and then we hear what sounds like the door just like open and we're like what door just open yeah and we're looking at each other so then i go like what (laughs) and i'm like what are you doing why are you getting up and she's like i'm gonna go check and i'm like don't (laughs) they didn't knock and she's like the door open i'm like i didn't anyway she goes out to look and and tell it yeah so the back the door that goes out back which i had previously shut was now open not like a lot, but about probably mm-hmm. an inch and a half mm-hmm. to two inches, invisible enough that I could tell it was open. And I was like, okay, I was like, even if I hadn't fully, like, we were trying to like come up with ways that, like, okay, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. What we the- tried to debunk it. Yeah. So I was like, it's not. It was not a windy day because sometimes when it's really windy here, like indoors. Well, when it's windy <laughs> indoors outside. <laughs> The office cracks and creaks a lot and if things shift and like gusts of wind you never know we don't have the best front door like it's cold air comes through okay mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I was like indoors I was like the thing is I was like it was like a clear day there was not a gust of wind I heard at least three mm-hmm. times some the doorknob move yeah right so 
the doorknob moved multiple times. It's not like a gust of wind came and like it, it wasn't sealed fully, yeah. but it like popped open. Like mm -hmm. if Lexi didn't pull it fully shut, because yeah. that would make sense if it was just fully shut, that it might just like release, right? Yeah. Whether it was wind mm -hmm. or not, right? It might just not have been fully shut, but it was like, ee, ee, ee. And then pop. Okay, that is still making noise. The and phone is still ringing. And I went out and turned it off. Know me? Stop it. <laughs> I, went out and, I went out and turned it off and put on the do not disturb. That is not one of the things I've asked you to do. Okay? The phone <laughs> is not one of the things I wanted you to do. Could you make a clang with the mugs? Or open the door. <laughs> Flip some business cards around. No. Uh, Lexi, you hear nothing. I told you I'm deaf. My God, can I get you a fucking hearing aid? I probably am going to need one. I oh don't hear anything. Okay, so the other day, and every. Did you hear that one? No. My God. This is crazy. <laughs> Wait, so this is the extent. This woman this, comes this is in. This what happens here. This woman comes in. She's medium. She makes me a fucking believer. Okay? I admit it. I believe. Okay? See? I believe. It's about freaking time. Okay? Yes. It is about time. I believe in shit now. Okay. I believe in some shit. Okay? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, oh, Canada. Some. Oh, Canada. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in some things, okay? And now I'm like, did I believe you hear in that? You guys in, hear that in the other room. And they're like, boom, boom, boom. And Lex and I'm like, did you hear that? And Lexi's like, no. <laughs> I can't hear anything. Listen, when I'm home, it's it's the same thing. Like I will be clear out your ears. They are cleared, but like we have the same issue at home when my partner yells out to me. And he thinks I'm ignoring him. I just can't hear him. <laughs> like I'm just like going deaf. And like you should see how loud I have my headphones off because I can't hear. That's so, probably why you're going deaf. It's probably a good reason why. Yep. One some of the many things we've had. Okay. The door was one of them. Yep. Another thing, Lexi and I were just sitting here talking and then we're doing something here. And I we're hear working. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we're work we are working. We were working. Um and I hear a clang, clang, clang type of noise. And mm -hmm. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, Lexi, did you hear that? And she's like, no. And I know, like, I think I did hear you, that. But you one. said no, though. But you did hear it. But you said no. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you said it like, no. Like, because you didn't want to hear it. Well, you wanted to pretend it didn't exist. I, I don't know. Yes, you, you didn't like it. It scared you. You had that look on your face. It was like, no. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, let's go figure it out. And you're like, I don't want to. Oh, yeah. And right. then you went to the bathroom because you had to piss yourself. Yeah, that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went to see what it was. Yeah. It sounded like two metal things getting clung together. Lexi called it. What did you say it sounded like? Wind chimes. There you go. No mm. one forced me to say that, even though she's just on fucking computer now and won't talk to me oh my god just on a I'm, podcast. I'm right here i am communicating <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> with your laptop oh. 
the emails, okay? Stop doing your I love job. That. I'm, <laughs> I'm communicating, okay? Stop Jesus. doing work and I'm do the doing work. podcast. I'm not doing work. You just said you're checking the emails. I lied. We <laughs> <gasps> do the podcast. I'm playing a card game. <laughs> Listen, there's a solitaire game that I play on here daily to win cards, and I hadn't done it yet today, and I wanted to win my cards, okay? <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Okay, so the clang, clang, Lexi yes. goes to the bathroom because yeah. she, you know, is so scared she's going to piss herself. No, no, <laughs> no, no, now, now. Listen on, here. I'm going to start saying lies I... if you don't pay attention. I can't hold my pee since having a child, Okay. And so Sorry. I go out to see what the fuck Nomi has done. And we go out to the back and I have thought that it was the mugs because I have these big um, travel mugs that are made of metal that I thought was what the sound was. And I think it was. Yeah. They were together on a counter and I think he hit them together to make the wind chimey noise. Mm -hmm. And so then, we don't remember where they were sitting together on the counter. No, because we don't use them. They've been out back mm -hmm. forever. Yeah. So we have no idea if, you know, they were in a different position, but I picked them up and clanged them together to see if I could make the sound. And it did sound like it. So it we did. think that was the sound. And mm -hmm. then the other day. And, but no, no, no. It's, we're not finished with that. Oh, see? And look, then I, I go to try to talk. And then you walked out and you were like, because first she didn't want to go in there. She's like, I don't want to see what it is. And I was like, it's not bad. It's not scary. She's like, I don't want to. And then you walked out and I was like, it's it's this, it's this. And as I'm pointing it going, it's the mugs. I felt something tap me on the back of the oh, leg. And right, I right, squeaked. Right. So like right. I squealed. <laughs> And like you went, don't do that. <laughs> and I started bursting out laughing. And you were like ready to piss yourself. And I'd already again. I'd already again. Peed. Right? Probably. And then as I'm cracking up telling you that something touched me, you were like, Don't do that, Melanie. You were like, Did you mess with the business cards? Oh, was that the same day? That was all that day. Oh, yeah. He was on a rampage. Mm -hmm. The there's a thing on the little like coffee, coffee table. table. Mm -hmm. where Melanie has her two different business cards set up, one for her book and one for the office. And like, I'm the one who usually puts the business cards over there, but I stopped it. And you had, when you were gone out right. that week, but I'm sure you didn't flip them upside down. No, and I put them there the day before <laughs> yeah. and stopped them yeah. because they were running low and yeah. you weren't doing your job. I was, and playing, I, I was playing my card game. <laughs> no, you were gone out that week because it was, it was uh, your daughter's surgery. Right. And, so I put, I refilled them yeah. and stocked them the right side up yeah. just the day before. So when we and were, no getting, one had been in. When I had turned around after she squealed, um, I was like, did you fuck with the business cards? <laughs> and like, no. And only like, I think the first three were upside down and then the others were right side up. So, but Yeah. Nomi was on a rampage that day. So, and since then, I'm going to add this in because this is, I don't know if Melanie told you this. You didn't say on the day of the the medium thing about how you saw him. Oh, yes. I, I will get, I will get to that. Uh, I'll, I'll do that now. And then I'll tell my other little thing. Um, yeah. So when Melanie had asked if there was anything in the office, because we 
we, Melanie and myself were like, we think something is chilling here. Mm -hmm. uh, she was like, you know, she took her second. She was like, oh yeah, like it's just a little gnome and he's cool and he's just, he likes to have fun. And so when she was saying this again, I'm like really focused on her and I'm like trying to take everything in that she's saying. Mm -hmm. And like for a split second, I'm like, what the fuck did I just see on the ground? <laughs> like <laughs> something just took off from behind her chair. I was like, like it was literally a second. And it was like, I did a double take and I was like, what the hell was that? And I never told Melanie. I never told her. I never mm -hmm. told anyone. I think I told Melanie like two days ago. Yeah. yeah, I was like, so I think I've seen Nomi or something. Yeah. And that was like, that's like, this is like three weeks yeah. later that mm -hmm. you basically told me. Yeah. And it's funny because about a week after she, we had that session, yeah, I saw something yeah. in that same spot behind that chair she'd been sitting in, yeah. running and like darting out. Yeah. And it was the that same looked thing. like about that same size yeah. and black because it was just a black flash. Yeah running mm -hmm. I was like, oh i think i saw nomi yeah. right and you hadn't told me that you'd seen him no. like that before so yeah and she said that like nomi's like nomi's cool and she's like you know she said to herself that she has like fairies around mm -hmm. her that sometimes mm -hmm. like will hide her keys and stuff and like i forgot she said that yeah so this is where i'm getting now to a pretty it's almost like it can't be like it's too much to be a coincidence yeah so yeah so my daughter got a package in the mail on tuesday from her grandparents and anyways i was like taking everything out because the way it was boxed up it was like you couldn't see what it was on like until you took everything out so i'm like taking everything out for her and here i haul out this very girly gnome <laughs> <laughs> with wings on and the stuff like a stuffy it's a stuffy and it's a gnome mm -hmm. and i was like oh my gosh i was like that's so fried like you know here we are like we've just been talking about having a gnome at the office mm -hmm. and like gnomes are not something i talk about with my daughter like i don't even know if she knew she didn't even know what it was she's like what is that and i was like it's a gnome and she's like oh she was like <laughs> Like what Granny puts in her garden, because my nan has like a flower garden and she puts like the garden gnomes out in the summertime. And I was like, yeah, kind of like that. I was like, but this one's like a pretty one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty one. The thing I saw at your office, I've <laughs> died. You're not, so, oh no! <laughs> then the next day, I'm like, I'm doing her hair for school. So she's in the bathroom and brushing it. So she has to bring in like her 75 stuff toys <laughs> and her ipad while we're getting ready so she this morning that morning mm -hmm. she brings in her gnome who's but whose name is avery on the little card okay and he lays the gnome on the table she's like now gnome don't knock over the tissues oh. so, i was like what and it didn't <laughs> click into me until i was retelling it to melanie the next that more like when I got to the office and I was mm -hmm. like what happened this morning and Melanie was like she said what and I was like <laughs> she said now know me don't knock over the tissues and I was like so and then Melanie was like the tissues the gnome and I was like yes and everything like clicked in I was like holy shit and I mean obviously I didn't tell my child about the medium session mm -hmm. or anything like that so mm -hmm. i was like wow 
you didn't even tell the grandparents either. No, the only people that knew were um, my mom, like knew that I was coming to the session on the day of was my mom because she had to watch my daughter and my partner. Mm -hmm. No one else knew. And well, I mean, who knows about the gnome? No one. I haven't told anyone. Yeah, until this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I've mentioned the gnome to the two of you. Yeah. No, and um, I mentioned to my parents just because I joke about it, but that's it. Yeah, I didn't even tell my partner because he's he's not a believer and he he does not. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. care for this stuff. But he's like, when I told him I was going to a session, he was mm -hmm. like super supportive. He was like, I think it's great that you're going. Like, mm -hmm. go mm -hmm. have fun with your friend. Like, you know, I'm glad to see you going out and like doing something. And um, I mean, I did tell him about all the stuff she had to say about our relationship, mm -hmm. and he was like, he didn't believe any of it. But yeah. I was like, I and I was fine with that. And I was like, you know, I respect, obviously your feelings on the matter and I was like mm -hmm. as long as you're cool with me going and he was like I don't care what you do you go for it <laughs> so I was like cool. he's he looks just like a you do you yeah he's a very yeah he's a pretty cool guy mm -hmm. so yeah. but yeah no, I wanted to add that in there about the whole Nomi stuffy <laughs> Nomi is quite interesting I saw Nomi like Let's turn off the lights one time in my office, mm -hmm. and I saw him sitting on top of the files over in my, like, cupboard situation in the corner of my office, mm -hmm. and I couldn't see his face very well, but I could see, like, his legs and feet situation. Mm -hmm. He wears shoes, I can tell you that, and he... Like I compared him to the Chucky doll, yeah, and Lexi that hates ruined that. Me. Okay, and I didn't mean it in the term that like he's demonic or like creepy. I meant it. There's in no that, like, good way to mean it. <laughs> I meant it in like the size and Chucky's movement. Huge. No, he's not. No, he's not he's that big. He's not small. In the but new like, one, in the newer movies, he's bigger. He's pretty. He's he's like. I'm just. I'm trying to think because like. If you think of like garden gnomes, like how you usually see gnomes, they're really chunky yeah. built, right? Like in terms of the limbs and everything. And that's mm -hmm. not what he looked like. He looked like. Also, we are assuming like, Nomi is a he. We're assuming. Yeah. Okay. Which I don't know for sure. And Tara didn't tell us a gender. Mm -hmm. um, and generally, what we've known from human men is that. If you assume a man is a woman, they get very angry. Yes. If you assume a woman is a man, they don't get as angry. In general. In general, yes. So, anyway, this shape, I'm just trying to think of, like, a doll to compare him to the size of. Not Chucky. 12 to 18 inches tall, more like... Like a Raggedy Ann doll, maybe? Yeah, that was kind of like the color situation. That's even that I was creepy seeing. too. But just the colors, the color <laughs> scheme. Raggedy Ann, Raggedy Andy color scheme. They are like the they're fucking creepy. It's too, just the man. color scheme for the clothing. And then I don't fuck with dolls, okay? Like, I don't either, <laughs> me either. But the size, the size. I'm thinking like the limbs, because he's like this. Lex, you can see this size. <laughs> can looks, you see this, Rachel? No, like yes, I can see this. 
this is the, you know, like I see you. You know how how thick his limbs are. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's his leg. That's pretty big. I wasn't thinking he looked that that big. I mean, I like his the stuffy is probably kind of this almost true to life form. Yeah, but he the stuffy has like a twenty five foot hat on. Okay. <laughs> So did this one. This one's got a. She's got a really. Pointy... I'm sorry. I was only looking at butt to feet situation. <laughs> I couldn't really look up much. Really pointy hat. Um, very sparkly pointy hat and eyes. Nice. I didn't face. see sparkles. Okay. And, and a beard. I was focused on butt to feet situation. I didn't get to look up much. Okay. I only got. Oh, you were focused on the feet, eh? I didn't. <laughs> he had shoes. He had shoes. She likes mm. shoes. Okay, it didn't even look like they had tread. Okay, I am slipping all over here. I don't know. This is what I saw, okay? And then I just saw, like, the face situation. It was very pale. I saw yeah. dark colored eyes. I assume beard, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, he's got to right? have a beard. If it's a he, what if it's not a she? Uh, her toy. <laughs> Is a girl named Avery. I mean, I guess boys could be named Avery, but it's very pink. I mean, mm -hmm. I shouldn't assume, I guess, but it has a beard. So, did you ask it? I mean, I haven't had that conversation with it yet. It's too busy having tea with her other elf and her one of her Harry Potter dolls. I think I've covered everything. Okay. Okay. Yep. I said what I wanted to say. All right uh do you have oh 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 you did ask a question about face <laughs> 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 right now <laughs> and the pain you just caused her <laughs> i asked a question i don't know who she's talking about she's looking at me like i have something to say <laughs> i don't have anything to say I'm so confused. I am too, and I'm right here in front of her. Remember, you asked Tara a question. You were like, children. Oh! Do you like them? <laughs> no. Children, right. how do you feel about them? Hate them, even though I got my own. So this was very interesting, actually. Um, <clears throat> so I don't... Uh, so You don't like children. I don't know. No, I do like Case children. Case closed. <laughs> I have a child. I do like children. So I've always been um, curious if I would have any more children. Um, mm -hmm. I'm at the point in my life right now where I don't think I want any more. I mean, um, um, <laughs> I almost said her name. Uh, my my child's child. going to be- You don't remember her name now? <laughs> my child's going to be nine this year and I'm turning 30 and I'm like, would I really want another baby? Like, mm -hmm. you know. So that thought process has been in my brain for a while. So I did ask her, I was like, do you see, any more children in my like future like do you see anything like that and she said that um it's not something that she can predict or it's mm -hmm. not something her guides can tell her because it's a choice mm -hmm. and because it's not like there's no soul yet or like there's no not necessarily soul but there's no like like the soul i don't know how she phrased it yeah right? but like the, the life or the soul or something hasn't been created yet yeah so like you she can't comment on that yeah. right it hasn't it's not in existence yet 
And it also has to do with free will on top of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and then she mentioned, she's like, if any medium says like, oh, you're going to have three children or like gives you an answer to that, that's not like telling you the legitimate thing that's like, it's up to free will and that that's like not in creation yet. You can't answer that. Yeah. (laughs) Besides like an, it depends type of thing. Mm -hmm. Then you know they're bullshitting you. Yeah. Right? Like, it's a good way to say that that person's not legit. Mm-hmm. Is how she put it. And I was like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I was really interested to have her on the podcast to come and talk about. Yeah, to go more in depth. Yeah, like, her. what kind of things can she look into? As yeah, we discussed that about different, th- of, like, we want to ask her of different things that they can tell us versus how you know that somebody's being like oh so you know yeah yeah. and she talked about she has spirit guides and then she talked about there's like angelic beings but she said that like she talks to them as well but they're not called spirit guides i think she used a different word but lexi and i couldn't remember what the word was no i can't remember for the the life of me i can't remember like for her to like get information Mm -hmm. they like help guide her and stuff so there's just so many questions that I have for yeah. her that, that are not specific just to me. Mm-hmm. No, I just, I want to know. Mm-hmm. I personally, like, I want to do another session with her and just get more. It, it really interested me about the stuff about my dad mm-hmm. that she was talking about. And I would, would really mm-hmm. like to go more into that if she, if she could, yeah, um, or if, like, if she'd be willing to. So mm-hmm. that's another reason why I want mm-hmm. another session. I would like to yeah. know more. Yeah. Like details. I'd like to do another session. Yeah. Like a private session. Yeah. But I think I'd also just like to, I'd like to have her on the podcast mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm really excited for that to have her, talk about things in general yeah to Mm -hmm. like get more information about like what's legit with spirit stuff and mediumship yeah and just like spooky stuff in general like what can she tell us yeah yeah what's what's bullshit yeah Mm -hmm. because well there's a lot of people yeah and there's a lot of people out there who who play on people's emotions and vulnerability Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just for the sake of money and claim to be able to do these things and actually can't Mm -hmm. and like you know and they're good at it because you can be so general and Mm -hmm. so vague but it can still catch to people and make them have like an association with it in their Mm -hmm. life Mm -hmm. right but no I I mean I was always a believer in people that could do this stuff but it just Mm kind of sealed the deal even yeah. more having this session with her mm-hmm. and because um, there was so much stuff that she came up with that she like information like a lot of stuff that we didn't even say because it gets into specifics about our life that we didn't want to just give really specific details but things that she was right on the money for and things yeah. that she could not have gotten details about you know through like social media no or mm-hmm. anything like that to have that information from yeah there's a lot of private stuff that she was able to really pick up on yeah well and- yeah because i know when you first mentioned to me melanie that you were like oh she might have been able to google it i googled you <laughs> just to see what came up and like there's oh, not much <laughs> yeah there's not I, much, looked, eh? I looked through my social media my google 
stuff, anything that popped up, my website, everything to see what she could have found, like right after I met her to figure out if she could have put together half the stuff she said about the trauma when I, after I first met her to be like, if she knew who I was, mm -hmm. uh, like, especially having related me to me from the book, could she have put any of that together and just like mm -hmm. done that? But I'm like, so, some of the stuff she said, no. Yeah. Yeah. So right from the start, I was like, I, I'm considering that she might, might be more than uh, just someone that's a good read on people. Mm -hmm. And by the end of it, I can say, yes, I believe her. And I believe in some things. I'm not sure I'm ready to just be like, I believe in everything. But <laughs> we're not there yet. No. And I don't know if I'll ever be there. But I'm definitely still a skeptical person by nature. Mm -hmm. But I'm ready to believe in things when I see proof that they're real on mm -hmm. just about anything. Yeah. So. The things I've seen proof on or been provided proof on or felt things on, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. She's ready. I believe. I believe. <laughs> I believe in a little thing called this medium. <laughs> I think I would like to see a medium just because the one that I saw, it was kind of just like, it wasn't a specific reading. It was this group what was it? It was something where we were going to like, there was a new moon energy and we were doing like a sit around a fire. There was a bunch of people there doing like some type of cleansing. We write things on paper that we want to like go throw it in the fire. She did channel some people like she didn't really channel anything for me until the end. And I told Melanie this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Melanie's like, hmm, yeah, you did. <laughs> And I just remember, because I went up and I throw, and I can't remember how we got on the conversation. And she was like, you're having issues with the man in your life. And I kind of looked at her. I was like, uh, yeah, I am. And she's like, well, because you want to be with him. And I was like, um, I mean, I would like to be with him. Uh, I was like, but, you know, he, he doesn't seem to want to be with me. And she's like, no, he does want to be with you. And I was like, um, oh, <laughs> and she goes yes but you guys are not meant to be what i said the milkman what'd you say the, the milkman milk and she was like but you guys are not meant to be together right now she's oh. like you guys are going to be together in the future when you're older and i was like oh uh okay Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> so i don't you know if she was I don't know. If she... oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I know how I feel about it. I all I know how I feel about it now. I'm like, mm, no, yeah, probably not. <laughs> I'm like, I highly doubt that. <laughs> not even if he found Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> He would never find Jesus, but not even, not even if he, he decided to get a JJ for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> not even if he decided to like, I don't want to say repent because you know, whatever. But not even if he decided. 
to like confess all of his sins and pray to the Lord and Savior Charles Darwin. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. I will do everything. Like, no, I have no interest. So Lexi and I have to go. <laughs> yes. Very quickly. <laughs> so listeners, if you have had any experiences with mediums, you can let us know on our Facebook page. We're inconsistently consistent on Facebook. You can message us on Instagram or comment on our Instagram post, Inconsistent Podcast One, or you can send us an email. We're Inconsistent Podcast One at gmail.com. Melanie wrote a book. Go to MelanieFilmBooks.com. And it's about a psychic. It is. Yeah, psychic solving crimes. Yeah. yeah. And um, if you want to ask a question or give us a comment or something you want us to talk to the medium about on a future episode with the medium, you can send us a message or a comment through one of those methods and we will be sure to include it when we talk to her. Mm -hmm. You can also send them to our personal Instagram, I am underscore Rachel VR underscore, or you can message me on TikTok. It's the same handle. And my personal Instagram is at Melanie with an extra E on the end, 427. Yes. And thank you, Lexi, for coming back on and telling us about your experience. Yes. Thanks, ladies, for having me back. I appreciate it. Anytime. Maybe next time we'll talk about some trash TLT, TLT, Jesus Christ, TLC shows. <laughs> yeah, maybe next time we'll we'll talk about something like, oh, TLC. Maybe yeah. that's what we were talking about? Right? Yeah. Yes, that's what we were talking about. 90 Day Fiance and all that crappy, yes. lovely stuff. Loves it. Yeah. Dies for that. Maybe next time we'll have more stories about Nomi. You know, if like you can hear something. I get my hearing aid. Yeah. <laughs> because he likes to pitter-patter around the office with his little feetsies. His little feet. That's the sound of a zipper. So, bye. We have a deadline. <laughs> yeah. You could wait till we say goodbye to the listeners. Goodbye, listeners. <laughs> bye, listeners. It's been a slice. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> See you next time. Well, we'll hear you. Listen, whatever. Talk to you. Ah! <laughs>